folks, and welcome to Songs of Our Own, a marital tour through the music that shaped us. I'm your co-host, Lee Strickland. And I'm Alione. Well, hey, Al. Hey, Lee. How you doing? I am doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm here with you. Good. Things are wonderful. We made it to August. We did, right? Somehow, July was like <laughs> the shortest July in recorded history. Yeah. I don't know where girl went, but she gone. Right? She's out of there. What was the highlight of July for you, Lee? Boy, I mean, we got a ton of stuff done in, uh, like, the world of the baby. Mm-hmm. So many dressers and bookcases and changing tables and strollers and, like, many things are built and now awaiting their arrival. And, y'all, Lisa's we did all of these things. Like, I showed up and they were done. He's super dad, 100%. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, you're also carrying them, so. Yeah, we're we're growing a really good spinal cord over here. That's right. You're doing the hard stuff. I'm just, like, <laughs> putting a screw to some wood and nailing stuff together. Like, easy. <laughs> did you have a highlight of July? Um... You know, I think it was just really nice to have some weekends off finally and get to spend time with you. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm married to this person. How great is this? How lucky am I? Yeah, it was definitely nice to see you only work a 40-hour week for a lot of July and not like a 70-hour week like you usually do. Yeah, I mean, there were still a couple 70s, but it got better. Yeah, they weren't quite as prominent. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, in um, as we approach your busy season again and my busy season again, I figured we would change things up again this month. So our full album episode is coming, but it's coming in the middle of August again. Uh, and this will be our technically bonus episode dropping on the first Friday. Um, so that full episode is coming, but this seemed, again, more timely and more fitting. So I wanted to cover it. Oh, great. Who are we covering? So we're talking about a group called um, the Rocketeers or the Rockentours. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure which, pronunci- which pronunciation is correct. Because it's the French way of like Hmm. Yeah. So the Rockentours, Rocketeers, <laughs> okay. something like that. And we're covering their song Steady As She Goes. Excellent. I have always loved this song, so I'm excited to learn about it. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit about them. Uh, the Rock- Rocketeers, also known as the Saboteurs in oh. Australia. Mm-hmm. What? Yep, I'll get into that. Uh, is an American rock band from Detroit, Michigan. Formed in 2005, the band consists of Jack White on vocals and guitar, Brendan Benson on vocals and guitar, Jack Lawrence on bass guitar, and Patrick Keeler on drums. Lawrence and Keeler were originally members of the Greenhorns, while White and Lawrence went on to become members of the Dead Weather. According to the band's official website, uh, quote, The seed was sown in an attic in the middle of a hot summer when friends Jack White and Brendan Benson got together and wrote a song that truly inspired them. The song was Steady As She Goes. Oh. And the inspiration led to the creation of a full band with the addition of Lawrence and Keeler. I love that this is the song that started it all out for them and inspired them. That's really cool. Yeah, it's really neat. And I like that this be also became like a big hit for them. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's really 
I don't know. That's really good writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just really good, like, fortune, I think. Yeah. So super cool. Um, so that's a little bit about how the band was formed. Um, as far as the, so- the song, uh, Steady As She Goes is the debut single of uh, or from the Rocketeers uh, from their first album, Broken Boy Soldiers, in 2006. Uh, in early 2006, a limited edition 7-inch vinyl record was released as a double A-side single with a relatively uh, unprompted store-bought Bones as the flip side. Um, a CD version of Steady As She Goes was released on April 24, 2006, uh, with the B-side Bane rendition. Two further vinyl releases were produced. The first marked uh, B with uh, store-bought Bones as the B-side. The second marked C with an acoustic rendition of Steady As She Goes with uh, Call It A Day on the B-side. In the United States, the song reached number 54 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number one on the Modern Rock Tracks chart. It achieved top 10 success in the UK and Denmark, peaking at number four in both countries. Steady As She Goes is the first song ever written by White and Benson. Jack White and uh, Brendan Benson lived three blocks apart from each other in Detroit, and White would often stop by Benson's house to say hi. One day, Benson showed uh, White a slow reggae demo of what would become Steady As She Goes. Benson had played all the instruments on the demo, but only had one verse, Find Yourself a Girl and Settle Down. White took that idea and started writing. White said to Uncut Magazine in 2006, quote, It's asking a a question, which is, is doing that, getting married and settling down, starting a new life, or is it giving up? End quote. Mm. Speaking again to Uncut, in 2006, uh, he added, quote, I think the big notion in my head was we're all getting older now and enough of and enough of goofing around. All our friends are musicians. So it was like, how much of this can we stay a part of and how much do we need? Do we reject? Um, there are two music videos for Steady As She Goes. The first music video was directed by Jim Jarmusch and focused on the band performing the song. It premiered on MTV2 in March or on March 10, uh, 2006, and was also available for streaming on the band's website. The second music video, uh, the Rocketeers teamed up with Paul Rubens. In this video, each band member, oh, Paul Rubens is Pee Wee Herman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, in this video, each band member plays an imaginary speed racing hero in an old fashioned soapbox race. Following the heroes on their cutthroat chase for first place, uh, Rubens and oh, Rubens plays an unscrupulous pit boss, stooping to low levels to ensure a win for his racer, Jack Lawrence. Lawrence and Rubens, wearing standard melodrama villain handlebar mustaches, cheat many times throughout the race to make sure that Lawrence wins. Uh, Patrick falls off a cliff, Brendan crashes, and Rubens shoots White, uh, who's playing the copper kid, with a blowgun. Lawrence wins the later video premiered exclusive uh, or exclusively on Yahoo Music on June 19, 2006. Oh, my God. So there's a throwback for you. I just love that there's a pit boss for a soapbox race. Yeah, I love I think that that music video is easily, I think, the better of the two Mm -hmm. because it's so much fun Mm -hmm. and like just so 
like kitschy, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like the whole evil pit boss with the handlebar mustache. And um, as we were watching it, I was like, I really think that's Pee Wee Herman. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm glad that that um, proves me proves my thought right. I am kind of surprised that the bad guys won. Like usually the good guy finds a way around it. Yeah, I was kind of expecting like Jack White to dodge the dart and have it hit the bad guy and have him like veer off the track. But yeah. he ended up winning and then they did the like milk thing that they do with like Daytona and stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> it, was, it was really it's a funny video. If you have not seen it, it is no longer exclusive to Yahoo Music. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that Yahoo Music exists anymore. No. I mean, does Yahoo even exist anymore? I think they do, but I think they're like, I mean, they're below like Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Nobody's asking Yahoo. <laughs> no, Although my folks, Yahoo. my folks still use them for like their email or something. Huh. So okay. they do still exist. It's a life choice. Yeah. So I'm curious what your thoughts on this song were and especially what your thoughts on the lyrics were. Well... You know, it's interesting that you ask that because you were like, I want to talk about Steady As She Goes. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm super excited for that. I know that song. And then as we were listening, I'm sitting there going, you know, I think the only line that I knew in the whole thing was like, Steady As She Goes. Was the chorus. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know that I have a lot of thoughts on it. I thought it was interesting, the line of, like, had too much to think, now you need a wife. Like, you could tell that this person is going through this evolutionary process of trying to figure out who they want to be, and it's very cerebral for them. And I thought it was interesting that it was like, oh, clearly the next step is I need to get married. I'm like, there's lots of other steps you can take, friend. Like, you don't need to do this to yourself if you don't want to. But right on. Yeah. See, I took it as like somebody outside of this person Mm -hmm. was like not so gently nudging them in this direction Mm -hmm. uh, with all this like, yeah, I had too much to think. Now you need to settle down. Um and then there's the line about, like, got it all figured out, time to get alone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's this, like, I think it's this not-so-subtle commentary on, I think, that white picket fence, like, American dream. Mm. And how it can easily turn into this, like, American nightmare by just listening to people be like, oh, steady as she goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Just follow on through. Like, this is the road that has been manicured for you. Just... Like, don't veer off in your soapbox and you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Don't get hit in a in the neck by a blow dart. <laughs> yeah. and you'll be fine. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, like, what are your thoughts on the white picket fence thing? I don't know. I think that was never something that I saw for myself. Mm-hmm. Was this, like... You know, big house, white picket fence, two and a half kids, and a dog named Spot. Like, that was never that appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know, it, like, whenever I had looked at a house, it was, like, the crazy architecture, like, the house that's round. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I want to live there. Like, <laughs> that looks cool. That's my future. Yeah. So, I've never really subscribed to that. I think, especially as as we get older and as our generation 
ages, uh, I think that's just going to be less of a reality for the majority of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, I mean, we're seeing this, like you really have to hustle to get any sort of domicile uh, unless, you know, you're gifted one by a family member or somebody um, or you're extremely lucky and you like invent the Ziploc bag. <laughs> well, and I don't think it's just that you have to hustle for a home like you. There's all this extra pressure now to really hustle for your life. And, you know, there nobody is out there to give you anything. This idea of like oh, just find a company and work for them for 50 years and you'll retire. Like, we're not going to get Social Security. That's going to be over with our parents' generation. So, like, we don't have that safety net. We, like, probably won't have a great retirement safety net unless you are really intentional about it as a young person, which, like, culturally, financial literacy isn't that great here in the U.S. And so it almost feels like this steady as she goes. It's like, okay, I just need like steady as she goes. It's all going to work out. But it's like, actually it probably still won't work out unless you work really stinking hard now. Right. And even then going back to that line of like, get yourself a, or like things are too good. It's time to get yourself alone. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you're like right back in it. Yeah. Needing to hustle to pay back somebody, mm-hmm. some money. So, yeah, I think I think a lot of things are going to have to change to get back to that mm-hmm. that white picket thing. And I don't necessarily know that we need to go back to it because I do think that part of the ethos of this song is that like that might not necessarily be the right thing for folks. And like there are lots of different ways to be happy in the world, either with yourself or with a partner or like hustling for the dream or like being really stoked with what you have and like I mean maybe this is just because I'm coming from a female perspective but I feel like there's a ton of pressure to find the white picket fence and find the guy that will take care of you (laughs) and like all of that other nauseating 1950s stuff that I'm like I don't actually want that, but I still find myself being like, oh, no, that's success. Like, Al, snap out of it, girl. Like, what are you doing? Right. Like, especially for, like, our culture, mm-hmm. that was just such the the epitome of success that was drilled into us. Mm-hmm. So I think songs like this and commentaries like this are not so gently sh- saying, like, there's a better way. Or not a better way. There's a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and success can look different. You know, like in that music video where they're in the soapboxes, right? The drummer goes off the mountain and seems perfectly content, like just lying <laughs> at the bottom of this gorge, like just still drumming away in his soapbox car. Oh my gosh, I know. And isn't that a commentary on the world that we can just be like a total wreck of a vehicle? It's like, no, I'm still playing my drum. It's fine. Still good. Kill, still keeping time. Everything's fine. Keep going. Right. You're just like, oh my God. This is too much. Yeah. So it's a very, um, it's a very like, I'm trying to think of the right analogy. Like it kind of fly, the song flies under the radar because mm-hmm. it's very catchy with that steady as she goes chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gets in your head really easily. But yeah, once you turn up the lyrics and 
really listen to what you know jack white is singing about um there's a lot more to it yeah and i mean doesn't that like white picket fence thing get stuck in your head too oh yeah and you have to work really hard to listen around that and be self-critical and think about what you need and not just get caught into like oh this is catchy or that's cool or like yeah of course this latest trend is gonna stay forever let me invest a lot of money in it Mm -hmm, exactly yeah i was watching something earlier about um like clothing trends for men for 2022 and they talked a lot about the like uh, going to thrift stores and buying like old workwear, like old Carhartts and stuff that had holes in them and all that. Uh-huh. Um, and like these people not actually, you know, working to make <laughs> their clothes holy, but still <laughs> wanting that. So I think the the person in the video called it like the blue collar worker stolen valor. Oh my gosh. Um, which I thought was really like funny. And it was like, don't fall into this trend. Like... <laughs> buy these things new and like put your own holes in them well wasn't that a thing um that we were joking about when you see somebody with a carhartt beanie on and it's like i don't know are you a hipster are you cold are you a licensed forklift operator like help me understand who you are right now yeah exactly like i remember um because for part of my job i have to buy all the uh or i don't have to i get to buy all the cold winter weather gear for our department because we're at we shovel the campus and clear the snow. So last year I bought just like Carhartt Brown beanies mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, and it was, I mean, it was a lot to get them. Mm-hmm. And like, I had to call Carhartt and be like, are you sending these or do we need another color? And they were like, you picked the like it color for this year. Oh gosh. And I was like, Look at you being fashionable. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I'm not even trying to be fashionable. Like, my guys just won't wear any other color. <laughs> like, I tried to get them red one year because the college's colors are red and some other stuff. Like, would not wear red. You know, they're pulling out their old holy. I'm like, there are two holes where your ears stick out. Like, that's not keeping anything warm. Mm-hmm. So it was all I could do to get them to wear a beanie, for one, and then, yeah, make sure it was the right color. Yeah. And for that moment, I was fashionable. And it, yeah, was not uh, my choice. <laughs> I love that your choice would not be to be fashionable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I do try to subscribe to Yvonne Chouinard, who founded Patagonia, his ethos of like, if you're never in fashion, you can never be out of fashion. Y'all, I do want you to know that I was explaining Lee's fashion sense to my students this last week and about how he loves jeans and a jean jacket and a tie-dye shirt. And as soon as they heard that that was his combination, they just go, oh, he's iconic. So, man of the people and the youths right here. Yeah, the youth think I'm iconic. <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite know how to know, how to feel about the fact that I appeal to the youth. Eh. But, hey, I'll take it. It'll be gone just as quick as it shows up. It Nobody's will. cool for long. That's right. That's right. All these things ebb and flow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we have very much diverged from Steady As She Goes. Uh, but do you have any other thoughts about the song or reflections on why it feels especially applicable right now? Yeah, I think it's just a really good song. Um, a lot of what Jack White does with his side projects uh are just really cool Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, this re-listening to this song really makes me want to re-listen to this album and then follow up with some of his other side projects like the dead weather mm-hmm. and see if um they're like i know they're more than just cool rock music mm-hmm. but see like how much more mm-hmm. so yeah if you uh, are listening out there and you don't know who jack white is and you've never heard of the white stripes or the rocketeers or the dead weather um definitely check all of those bands out because they are amazing and Jack White's a cool guy. He is really trying to bring back um, like vinyl music and vinyl record plants to the U.S. Oh, cool. Yeah, he started his own record company called Third Man Records. Mm-hmm. And they actually just opened a record plant in, I believe, Memphis, Tennessee. Wow. Yeah, because there is no plant in the U.S. from the big three record companies that actually produce vinyl records. Yeah, you were telling me those are all three in Europe. Is that right? All three of their uh, vinyl record plants are in Europe. So, like, if you're getting a new record, it's either from a very small um, company that's pressing it, or it'll have a sticker on it that says, you know, made in Germany, made in Britain. Mm, Gotcha. So, and there's nothing wrong with those that just makes them, like, double the price. Yeah, that's neat that he's trying to bring that back here. And I feel like when music is affordable music is accessible and when it's accessible it has the power to change the world which is really cool mm-hmm. yeah and he's just seems like a really cool guy too so seems like he's doing a lot of good things for the music industry well lee i appreciate you covering this bonus song i was excited to finally learn a little more about it um can you remind us who our full album episode is going to be uh in the middle of the month yeah so the full album episode will be a tribe called quest and we're covering their album people's instinctive travels and the paths of rhythm i still think that's such a cool title i know i'm very proud that i recorded that on one take this time (laughs) it totally took me like five takes the first time we recorded it woo lee yeah lee (laughs) so yeah, if you're looking for that uh, episode, it will be out in the middle of this month. So keep an ear out. Wonderful. Well, Lee, I appreciate you. I'm so excited to listen to A Tribe Called Quest with you. Um, and y'all, this has been Songs of Our Own, a marital tour through the music that shaped us. And until we get to be with you again, enjoy your own songs. <laughs>